let me tell you a story that happened recently with Jordan. Um, I love celebrating successes. I think every success is a big one. And so the other day, you and Hudson were at baseball. Jordan went up, took a shower, and she loves robes. She puts on a robe every night when she gets out of the shower. It could be, you know, she puts her t-shirt, her shorts on, and then she wants a robe. It drives you crazy when it's like 90 degrees out and she's in her summer robe. And her winter robe. You like one year hid her robe from her. And I was like, you cannot do that. So we bought a summer robe, but we always, it requires you hiding Hiding the winter winter robe robe, to get her to transition to the summer robe. But it is now getting warmer and And the other night she went and took a shower and she came down in her summer robe. I didn't have to say a thing about it. She realized it was getting warmer out and she did it. And like to anyone that doesn't understand, like that doesn't have someone directly related to autism, you'd be like, seriously? So she got a different robe on. But it is really cool because she's taking in everything around her. She knew it was getting warmer. And for the first time ever, without you hiding her winter robe, Do I need to go she, hide it though, just in nope, case? Nope, she has rocked it now. <laughs> she has ever since then, she has got that summer robe on and has came downstairs with it. And I love that. I just think celebrating the small things is what's got us to the big things. Yeah, and it's yeah. one small step at a time. And I think that's what's landed us where we are. And so I will always be the type to want to celebrate those. So this week I am celebrating that that summer robe. robe. So great, great. if you are new here, I am Jackie. And I'm Ben. Jordan is 21 years old. She has autism. Hudson is our eight-year-old. And we are starting this podcast because we want to share our family journey, the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, because we feel like our story, we have the opportunity to really touch lives and help others, um, you know, and that's what we want to share. And I think our stories, I mean, it all started with 40 t-shirts and what we're going to do, what would, what would Jordan do for the summer, for a summer job? And really the fear that I had, what is she going to do for the rest of her life? We knew she was not at the place. She was struggling to do anything independently. So for her to get a job at the local grocery store anywhere was going to be be a stretch. So we decided we were going to create an opportunity. I mean, we really spent so much time fearful over what wasn't available. What she couldn't do. It was kind of paralyzing to even to think of the possibilities. And so one night we went out on a date, started talking about the future. And we just decided, you know what, if there's nothing available, we got to create something. And that's what we did. And so this summer, it'll be four years of Jordan's Summer Shirt Project. We thought that first summer we were going to use that to kind of experiment with something, work out the kinks each summer until she aged out of school. But little did we know that that first summer was going to be a home run. Um, we sell shirts that say, be kind to everyone. And we have taught Jordan how to roll the shirts, add a wristband, stick it in a package. And it started in our basement. Um, four year, Almost four years later, mm-hmm. we're now in a warehouse that's 6,000 square feet. Yep. And growing, it seems like. Um, We have several full-time employees. We have several um, part-time employees. Mm -hmm. We've created an environment in which she is completely thriving in. Absolutely loves it, yes. Um, It's been fun in four years to see our shift of being so scared of her 
aging out and graduating to now being excited about it. And, you know, we hope through our podcast, we'll be able to help others make that shift as well. Also, you know, inspire neighbors, employers, any person that's going to come into contact with someone with a disability, which if you don't already, you know, with the rate, for example, that autism is growing, you soon will. Um, We hope to touch your life because in the end, we want to make the world a better place for everyone and also especially for those with a disability. But if you are familiar with us and follow us on our social media accounts, thank you, thank you, thank you for purchasing shirts, for purchasing any other merchandise we have. That's why we're here today and why we're doing this podcast, I guess, is that ne- just the next step for us. Um, so if you yeah. follow us, thank you, thank you. We started out on Facebook, then we moved to Instagram, then we moved to, well, didn't move. We stayed on those platforms, yeah. but now we're also on TikTok. And um TikTok, she's went viral on numerous times. So we have almost 1.5 million followers there. Um, We've worked hard on this, but we've also, you know, been very fortunate. And so this is a way for us to kind of give back of what we've learned and be able to, you know, help others reach the same thing in the process. So it's that's the hook. I mean, that's the hook of why we're doing this podcast to hopefully help others. Um, That's that's just it. What you just said. You nailed it. Yeah. I, you know, because it is, it's, we feel like we've really been fortunate with Jordan. And so now we want to be able to give back. And, you know, one of the but things we have I rough mentioned years starting out though. Oh, okay. So, I was, so we, we're, we'll talk about that definitely as we go through, we're not, it's not all icing on the cake, like a lot of our social media shows. I think what led us to here is we did have rough years starting out and it is hard when you first receive that diagnosis, your whole world's turned upside down. Everybody that you knew, you suddenly feel like you no longer have something in common with because you lost that commonality. And so it took several years to get back on our feet and feel like we had things going in the right direction. Well, then she got to where she was going to be aging out of school. And you literally go back to that exact same feeling. You go back to that fear, even things that people don't realize from the fact of your pediatrician, your dentist, there aren't a lot of pediatricians, there aren't doctors that specialize, you know, for adults, you're literally back at ground zero for all these things. And I think, you know, from our perspective, one thinking outside the box kind of helped reframe everything and projected us again, once again, from fear to hope. And I think that's, but we still have the fear. I mean, she's, we think she's probably going to live with us the rest of our lives. Uh, Who knows? I mean, we don't know, but we think she will. Um, so we still have the struggle, but at least we have this business that she's able to strive at and she, she loves it. I mean, Yes, absolutely. I think any parent of a child with disability will always have fears for the future, the unknown, because there's a lot out there. But I've always lived more in the world of we got to do the best we can today. You always live more in the I'm world a of future. Yeah. Oh gosh, what are we going to do in 20 years? I'm like, I'm trying to get through dinner. Um, <laughs> so I think that is, that's been a lot of us. And I think we'll see that perspective as we go on through podcasts of how we live in different worlds. And it's kind of, as she was getting older, you were the one that was facing more and more fears of what is she going to do yeah. when she aged out of school? And, you know, I, it, it, it is, we, we both have to kind of balance each other on, on those things. I think, yeah. um, we live in Georgia. Um, we moved here. Ooh, 12, 15. Uh, it's been more than 15. Like she was five at the time, I think. 
Um, and we did, we did that specifically because we had more opportunities here than we did in Missouri. You were traveling yeah. all the time, gone, and you were traveling to the Southeast. Yeah, so I was an absent father, we, and I, I absent it. would be a strong word. I don't, you know, well, I mean, it was kind of a lot. <laughs> um, but that was also one of the contributing factors to the. It was hard at the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but we came here. There was many more opportunities. Um, it it's been it's been great. Yeah. And then the surprise, I mean, did you, do you mention Hudson? Hudson is now eight. And so, like we said, Jordan's 21. And so yes, Hudson was a surprise. He came along many years later. We kind of laugh when people see us because Jordan looks very much like me. And so who really waits 12 and a half years in between children? Um, So we, we joke, we're like, nobody actually thinks they're both your kids, but they are. Um, We've been married. Almost 25 years. It'll be 25 years in November. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to know. Yeah. I don't have a clue. Yeah, that, that is also a true statement about Benny. Um, oh, there actually, you go. There's another ben, podcast. Okay, most people call him Ben, but, but he is Benny in my, in my world. Um, so, yeah. So, we started this crazy shirt adventure. Um, it really took off about... Facebook was good with it. And we'll, I mean, yeah, we keep on saying we're going to talk about it later. Facebook was our, our, the bread and butter where it really started selling just to friends and families. And then, I mean, we went several, how long did we go before we went kind of on TikTok and it went viral on TikTok? Two, two years two ago. Years. I, well, no, we were, we started about two and a half years. We went, we got on TikTok a year ago. Um, but I it was knew- good. I mean, we were in our basement. We were doing Facebook. It was going good. Absolutely. But we pl- and very, very pleased with it. neither of us knew anything about TikTok and my neighbor, Peyton, our neighbor. Well, we Peyton, both knew about TikTok. It was a whole bunch of kids dancing. That's what we assumed. That, that's what everybody and assumes, so I think. Our neighbor wanted us to do TikTok. She's 16. She wanted to be part of her DECA project. And I was like, I, I don't sing and I don't dance. And she was like, it's so much more than that, I promise. And so we were doing a DECA project, with, which was a project through a school. Business school project. And Finally, her project was due in like a week and she was like, you've got to actually post something. And I was like, I was hoping we could avoid this. So I did. And I just post something quick, went to bed that night. The next morning, she's texting me, her and her friend that did it with us also. And they're like, your post is already going viral. Your video is and you don't even have your website on there. And so fast forward a year later, our recent video has 19 million views to it, but still the teen girls that work here in the shirt shop tease me because they'll say, hey, let's do such and such transition video for TikTok. And I'm like, I have no clue how to do that. And they're like, how in the world can you have over a million followers and not know how to do this? And I was like, hey, I'm old. We're winging it. (laughs) So bringing it back full circle to the podcast, you're probably going to see similarities. We are winging it as we go, but we're super excited about it. Um, You know, kind of some things to expect from us, where we want to take this. You know, we want to help people see, you know, like we mentioned earlier, things that might not be in your everyday world. Maybe you have a neighbor that has autism and you don't necessarily know how to interact with them. We want to, you know, help encourage you of how to reach out, how to be, you know, a good neighbor. 
Maybe it's you have a child and you're scared to death because you just got that diagnosis. I can promise you, you are not alone. Or maybe you've reached that stage where your child's 18, your school, you've relied on a school, school bus, bus coming stop. to pick your yep. child up for the last however many years and you're scared. Yeah. I can promise you, you are not alone. Um, but I feel like there are so many things that we can all be doing together to help help that child, that individual's life, that sometimes it just takes thinking outside the box and it takes finding your tribe. And those are the things we've really worked at implementing for Jordan and, you know, that we get asked about. And Jordan was two when she was diagnosed. So we've, we've been in it from ever since she was two. So we've kind of the early things all the way up to just now. So we've, we've oh, been yeah. at when the she whole was journey. Diagnosed, so we got good and bads to uh, When she was diagnosed, I mean, you didn't know anybody with autism no. back then. Um, it was just, it was so, you know, unusual um, to get a diagnosis um, compared to today. What, you know, yeah, the rate is just, you know, so it is, it's, a, it's, it's been a very interesting journey. Um, we've learned a lot along the way, but, but so we have a lot your, left to learn. <laughs> your social posts though. I mean, the comments that we've read, we read all the time is, I mean, you've helped me so much in this or that. I mean, tie in shoes. I mean, the, there's 15, 20, 30 things that you could just pick an example and, and the amount of comments that we get that, Oh, we didn't know that this helps so much in the school or it helps me in my classroom with a child. And I mean, it's, it's a great, it has, it, it's, that's it's what's really great kind of blown me away is I just kind of assume some of the stuff we're doing with like job modifications. Um, I just assumed it was something people did, um, because it's just helped Jordan so much. Um, and like, yeah, we'll get teachers that'll, you know, send me messages and they're like, we started doing this in the classroom for, you know, one of our Mm -hmm. kids and they're now doing this independently. And that's the stuff that I just, I thrive off of, uh, because we did this for Jordan, but now to be able to see that whole next layer and see it helping kids all across the country, that's, what's been a really cool ripple effect. And that just kind of brings me to our goal. Our goal of every episode is whether you are a mom, a dad, a teacher, a neighbor, a future employer of someone with a disability, we want you to be inspired. We want to give ideas. We want you to leave our episode feeling hopeful. And that's what I hope we're able to get across Mm. in everyone we've been there we've done that and there is a lot of people you know down the same same road and we want to share our experiences and just hope it inspires others so thank you all so much for listening to our very first be kind to everyone podcast thank you so much for listening to the be kind to everyone podcast we know your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it with us. Word of mouth is the number one way people learn about new podcasts. So we need your help for people to find us. Please, please, please tell everyone you know about our show. To learn more about our story and see our shirts, go to bekindtoeverin.com. Thanks for listening. Have a good day, you guys.